0: Cheers. Hi guys.
1: Welcome to episode 8 of the Naked Hog podcast. I'm West mm-hmm. and
0: I'm Angie. my lovely
1: bride Angie and we are coming to you from our greenhouse. Um,
0: and can't believe we made it to episode 8. <laughs> yeah, episode 8. I know, whoop right? Whoop. It's, and a, it's a thing don't,
1: now. Don't mind the cats behind us there uh
0: playing jungle gym with our greenhouse this is why
1: we don't get greenhouse plastic for this greenhouse guys right right (laughs) (laughs) now earlier today i actually thought the cats had gone missing
0: yeah so he he calls me and he says um i've been outside three times today and i haven't seen any of our cats and that's like not normal around here. So you walk outside and you're instantly just attacked with Locked. attention. Especially
1: one, milk. Yeah,
0: the cats just want yeah. that attention. They just love us and they want to see us, especially him. He's got his favorite, little milk, that is always <laughs> there just begging to be petted on. So he didn't see any cats.
1: Nope, none. And
0: he said, uh, did something happen? So he starts looking. Like he said, he went out three times. He starts looking. He really can't find him. So he called mm-hmm. me really worried. He was like, yeah. Where- where's our cats? <laughs> and milk
1: always... Always comes yes. when you call him. He
0: knows his name. Always.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, he it, he did finally come. And then once yep. the sun started setting, they came out. But I have a theory. I
0: tried to reassure him. I, try, I tried to tell him, look, it's, it's the daytime. <laughs> if they're napping or they're hunting. It's what they do. They, they you know, But they, normally, they yeah, don't normally. Yeah, skedaddle in the middle of the day. You don't know this. <coughs> but in the middle of the day, they have mm-hmm. a certain time frame where yeah. you just, they're not around. They're just off doing their yeah, cat could thing. Be. But then and, they showed back up.
1: And so... I got to thinking about it, and the last two nights have been a full moon, so it's been, well, I mean, only one of those nights is a full moon, but mm-hmm. the last two nights have been really bright yeah. outside yeah. with the moon. The moon's been real bright, and mm-hmm. I think maybe it was just really good hunting weather. Maybe they just... Uh, we're busy all night, and so well, they were sleeping in.
0: And I noticed a few more dead uh, rodents, like some dead voles and moles yeah. hanging you got around. Got a dead yard mole and, right out yeah.
1: in the front yard out here. I yeah. noticed some
0: some latest kills. So yeah. I, mean, I think it was just good hunting weather for them, you know.
1: Yep, I, I guess so. But they're all accounted for. Well, I haven't seen them all yet, but I'm sure they're around. Just some of them are sleeping in a little longer than others. So
0: we're sipping on our ginger um, beer. This is a yep. uh, great stuff. Yeah. So we <laughs> just
1: tried this ginger beer, Fever <laughs> Tree Premium Ginger Beer made with natural flavors mm. including exotic gingers.
0: I know, right? Yeah. Exotic fl- gingers. Yeah. Mm. So,
1: uh, I've been looking at s- healthier options to drinking uh, instead of drinking Mountain Dew. Right. Something to kind of that will the satisfy soda that. A little yeah. Bit. yeah. Um so this ginger beer we picked up from Sam's Club, <clears throat> Fever Trees the brand, of course, uh, it's really good.
0: i love it i've always been a fan of like regular ginger beer
1: i'll be right back keep talking okay
0: i've always been a fan of regular ginger beer in general i kind of got hooked on it when we found it in the store so for me it was like just like drinking a soda except better you know and um and better for me sorry there's a 18-wheeler that's going by our, our property we got some heavy traffic in the evening sometimes boy it has a it has a potency it has a kick like the ginger you can see the bits of ginger in the bottom of the bottle and uh, it's a much stronger flavor but it's so good yeah so it's good.
1: got a bit of a burn to it sorry guys i wanted to go get this because in drinking this so we're on our second box of these and they yeah. ain't cheap guys this no. <laughs> you know mountain dew is like 30 cents or 25 cents a can right, you know if you buy right. it at a sam's club this does like a dollar 25 or something like that right. like it's not cheap
0: it's not a cheap habit to <laughs> have. no it's not
1: so i ordered these bottles i don't even think you've seen them yet uh-huh. So they can't today those are church- just church.
0: exactly like the Renaissance Festival bottles. Yep. We we bought those bottles at uh, not those, but we bought ones just like them at the Renfest, Renfest here yep. lately. And it's, at any fair, festival thing, I think you you generally see this kind of bottle with the yep. little pop top lid. Yep.
1: So. We're gonna try our hand at making our own ginger beer. And if it turns out well, we might go ahead and try some other uh, yeah. homemade sodas.
0: Gonna bottle um, our own stuff. Yeah,
1: then. I think it's gonna be good. What do you think?
0: How could it turn out bad? And it's gotta <laughs> be
1: cheaper than paying a dollar something a bottle. What mm. you doing, know, Avery?
0: Avery's got Nickel D with her today. Nicholas Carrying
1: Tar- a uh, little nickel.
0: Yeah. Oh, his feet are shaking again. Oh, so he's yeah. a, he's a, um, uh, game bird, but he, his his breed and his variety of game bird is a warm weather bird. He's like, he's yeah. a tropical bird and he loves warm weather and warm climate. Yep. So even being here in Louisiana, the winters are too cold for him. He starts yeah, he's shaking, not a fan. he starts shivering, he's fretting yeah. about it. We have a little heater, we have a warming plate in his house. He gets by it at night, he st- mm-hmm. sits up next to that warming plate and gets warm.
1: Yep, and for those of you that are listening to the podcast yeah. and can't see, uh, Avery just came over with nickel, um, our little game bird, he's, I don't know, he's what, maybe 12 inches tall?
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe a foot, maybe. Not even yeah. a foot, I
1: don't think. Um, <laughs> and he's all black, of course, bright red comb. Got some, gray, and, uh, some grays there. And what, what's this? Is this their chicken beard?
0: Their waddle, <laughs> their little yeah. chicken yeah. waddle. There
1: you go, waddles. Um, he's got
0: his fancy pointed tail. Yep, yep. And his name yep. is Nicholas Demillion Blair.
1: Yeah, it? He, huh? he has a
0: little bow tie that she puts on him. Yep. His original yep. name was Nickel Dime Blair. Yeah.
1: yep. Nickel D.
0: <laughs> Nickel D. All and right. he has some personality yeah. and a half, too, guys. He, yep. he, 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 does. he wants to be the big no, bad honcho. No <laughs>
1: yeah, he does.
0: He's little. Tiny. He's, tiny. he's, he's yeah.
1: tiny, but big attitude. Good job. You know, Thanks Shakespeare
0: said, though she be but small, she is fierce. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he in this case.
0: He in this case. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um so the reason I was worried about the cats, okay I had a legitimate reason to be concerned about the cats guys. Just a couple days ago well what three days ago now two or three three days ago three days ago now we went to put the ducks away. Lily and I Lily and I went out and they had
0: a very bad surprise. And there we was
1: on. nothing. In there, no ducks. There were no ducks in the duck area the... at all, and the gate was closed.
0: And there was no trace of ducks. There was yeah. no, like, uh, oh, we found, you know, a dead duck, or we found the remains of something, or we found yep. some feathers. No, there was no trace Nothing. of ducks. No, they were just ducks gone at all. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we did some looking that night, and uh, the ducks are trained. With, uh, it sounds weird, but the ducks are trained to go into their uh, coop at night with a flashlight. So you shine the flashlight out there on the coop. And the ducks all start quacking, they and they them. all run into their coop, mm-hmm. and then you go shut them in. So we started shining the flashlight around different areas, both within their area and outside of their area, um, just to see if we could get a response from the ducks, if they were somewhere, if they got out somehow. Um, and we heard one little lone quack off in the distance and we went out the garden and turns out
0: this way outside the duck area this out in the gardens that are tarped out there they heard a little soft quacking
1: yep and we go out there and the one lone mallard that we have romeo he survived and it makes sense because mallards can fly and if you hear squeaking that's uh avery swinging over on the swing set (laughs) so uh don't mind the squeaking (laughs)
0: i'm pretty sure that the fact that he can fly is the reason he's alive yeah because he flew away from whatever got the rest now
1: we looked and looked and looked that night because so the in all we had 11 ducks right and one survived so that means 10 ducks disappeared and we're like how did 10 ducks disappear that quickly now, I know um,
0: it, I've heard of like you know a predator getting into an area and slaughtering all the ducks, we would have found all the bodies, but, yeah, like uh, a
1: raccoon popping their heads off, so, or,
0: something horrific like that. I would have seen the evidence, or um, or if something had taken them, uh, it would have been just one or two missing, maybe three, you yeah. know, it would have been a handful missing because they can only carry ducks? so many at a time. I know, 10 ducks, yeah. So, what could have carried off 10 ducks, yeah? I that it.
1: We still don't know. We looked around that night. We couldn't find anything. Of course, it was dark outside. Uh, it got real dark real quick while we were looking. Hey, how you doing, bud? I'm in a special place I built. He's oh, in nice. He's miles over in a little box playhouse, covered with a blanket. You over did there. a good job,
0: buddy. Good job.
1: Um, so we looked and we looked and we looked and we couldn't really find much of anything that night
0: right we were looking for evidence of uh you know maybe there was a hole in the fence yeah, or paw prints or maybe there would be a, a trail, trail outside blood, the area anything. Or, or anything yeah
1: so we called it a night we put romeo in a safe place uh we have a brooder mm-hmm. where we keep uh where we keep the baby chicks and things like that when and we're... it's all
0: um got the hardware cloth yeah all over. yeah it's, yeah. it's, com- it's, it's, it's completely secure yeah. Yeah.
1: yep So we put Romeo in one side of that so that he'll be safe for now until we can get him a safe area put back up. Um, And then the next day, we came out and we did some more looking. Now we did find some raccoon prints. um, prints. And um, obviously cat prints from our cats, Mm because our cats, go they, everywhere yeah, but they, they don't really the attack the birds they don't ever they've even the birds.
0: gone in and like eaten with the ducks like alongside them they've drank out of their pond they play in there yeah. with the ducks but they have never hurt the ducks. Yeah, they've, they've never attacked never the, the ducks. ducks the ducks are they've so big the they ducks. just don't uh don't mess with them
1: yeah and so um still we're still not completely satisfied that we've found any sort of evidence as to what really happened because a raccoon isn't typically, typically going to uh, run off with uh, tin ducks like that. You know, In general, a raccoon is going no. to kill them and play with them, and, right. and they may eat part of them, but they're going to leave part of them. They're not going to run off with it. Right. Um, a fox could have come and snatched them, but that area, it's not like there's any gaping holes in the fence. Right. So for them so... to come and snatch, like, they would have to have a den in the area.
0: Right, so a fox, or even if it was a couple of foxes, um, you're telling me they got through the brush and bramble, they dug their way under the fence, they snatched Which they ten, didn't because
1: there's nowhere to dig that they right. dug. Right, and,
0: and you're telling me they snatched 10 ducks and, and completely ran off with them all the way back yeah. through the fence. They would with have no to drag evidence. them back through the fence or over the fence with no evidence.
1: So the only mm. there's only one predator that we could come up with and that, that might have done this. And we talked to a few people and they kind of um, agreed that that is a definite possibility and that's the human predator
0: right and that's uh, the possibility we don't really want to think yeah. about. we don't really want to go that route but I mean it kind of would make sense I mean that that they would just fit. disappeared <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I and that's the only thing I can think because they just there's no trace of anything there's and no trace of anything we've
0: lived here for years this isn't like a a new experience we've had predators before we've had coyotes that um got one of my ducks about four years ago up against um, a
1: full, uh, the tree line
0: and these were ducks that were out free ranging walking yep. back there toward the trees toward the woods so the duck wasn't in a safe area and the coyote came out and just got him because it was an easy target um, so that happened one time but in all the years we've been here nothing has ever attacked or even gotten close to our house where our chicken yeah. and duck areas are and nothing has ever got in there to attack our birds mm-hmm. in in years this has never happened nope. and to lose an entire flock
1: yeah 10 birds that's a Over, lot overnight yeah that's a lot of birds something is just wrong here, you know? yeah i i just i can't even fathom what would have happened to them
0: and we, have, we had uh, possums walking through the duck area and the um, chicken area all the time to take the eggs that happened to have gotten left out there when my daughters didn't collect eggs for one or two days. They were going after the eggs. They walked all around the chickens, did mm-hmm. not attack chickens, they didn't take chickens. None of our chickens have ever been hurt or taken. Um, so we've never had a predator nope. issue before. Certainly not like this.
1: No. Not at all. Nothing like this. So. Let's get let us know what you guys think in the comments about uh what you think it could be. Uh, the other possibility of course is wild dogs. Uh but I didn't see any paw prints in there. It you know, a pack of wild dogs could easily run off with 10, ten ducks, but
0: but again, how would they get under the fence?
1: Well, you know, wild dogs could probably mm. jump over even or they could That's have gone pretty, through the gate. It's a,
0: it's a pretty tall dog. You door. know the maybe. holes in the
1: gate because there's no
0: Yeah, maybe. There's n- it's not like the f- there's fencing on it the gate. It would take like. an entire pack. Yeah,
1: but I mean it's actually there is fencing on the gate in there
0: um, Otherwise the ducks
1: would be able to get out. Yeah,
0: there's fencing on the lower part yeah. I mean like I said that would be a pretty good jump because there are bars mm-hmm. at the top and there's openings at the yeah. top But the bottom of the fence has that mesh uh, Yeah, we have gate, mesh on uh, gating yeah. stuff on it. So they couldn't get through the bottom. Um, So it would take some pretty incredible um, action Mm -hmm. on the predators part and it would take a lot of them to pull this off So how did it happen?
1: I'm at a loss. I'm really at a loss. It's definitely the great duck caper for sure Um, So let us let us know what you guys think in the comments um on, on our last podcast, we had a comment that I thought was pretty cool, and I haven't told you about it yet, what? but I thought it was a pretty cool idea. Okay, so fine. a lady f- that lives in the UK okay. mentioned that uh, she does a garden, uh, what, what she called a sense garden, a sense for the visually garden. impaired. So things like fennel that are really what? strong smelling, and as the wind blows through it, you can Yo, you get even that think sensory of that. perception.
0: Wow, that's that's it's, like next level. That would be level. really cool, that, huh? That is so cool, is that a yeah. cool idea?
1: Yeah, see, I didn't tell you because I that, wanted to see your reaction to it. Wow,
0: yeah, I've yeah. never even thought of it that way. That's planting with the intention of planting things that have, have a sensory, scent. yeah. yeah. Are that or add, texture. That I was about to say things you touch, like the leaves feel nice mm-hmm. and velvety, or, or different textures. Yeah. isn't that cool? That's a great like idea. Like I think of like that sage, is a great right? Idea. Sage
1: has a strong smell. And, and the it's rosemary. Soft and...
0: Yeah, the rosemary, the sage, the fennel, um, mm-hmm. thornless roses. Um Wow, yeah. You isn't got, that cool? We need to we need yeah. to plant
1: a. Just a whole raised bed area that's nothing but I like a touching, sensory. I
0: love touching experience. asparagus because it's so ferny. I love touching mm-hmm. things that are fern, soft. fern and soft feeling. Yep. I love those yeah. soft, soft feels.
1: Have you guys ever heard of that? I, I had never heard of doing that. Obviously, that's one great. of you has heard of it because you told me about right? it. But uh, <laughs> I, I had never heard garden. of doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, I bet that's why Lily always walks outside barefoot because she likes that sensory right? feedback.
0: I mean, we all do kind of, we don't realize we do, but we all plant gardens that we that appeal to our sensory Mm -hmm. perceptions we all plant things we like to see and taste and we like to grow it for this reason or that reason we're appealing to our senses but this is so good i know i'm yeah like when i'm starting to plant things or when i have you know seed trays out i'm just gonna sit like in the middle of the spot and just close my eyes and just smell and feel yeah and i'm gonna like ask myself what appeals to me and Mm -hmm. then plant it there I thought, wow. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was already going in the direction of Potage. I've tried to make a tiny little Potage garden here. It's behind you guys. It's right behind the camera. So these roses and some mm-hmm. pretty uh, things I'm going to put in here. I put a dwarf rose right there and some rosemary over there and some things that appeal to me visually. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make a little Potage, Potage spot, but I want to make a sensory garden now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that would be awesome. I, I'm, I really want to do that. I'm really excited yeah. about doing it. I think that's Let's a cool it. idea. And and finding things that you wouldn't think about planting that have that sensory feedback to them because you know a, a cabbage say doesn't have a lot of there's not it's not like you could smell a cabbage so right, yeah. finding things like fennel and things things that that have that that yeah. sensory feedback to plant that's going to be I think that's going to be fun.
0: Now, I don't. Yeah, in a sensory garden, I don't know how many vegetables would make that uh category you know would appeal to those sensory perceptions i don't know how many vegetables would be in my sensory garden it'd be more probably uh herbal and floral
1: yeah so, i yeah. bet i bet more than we think hold on one probably. second it's getting kind of dark mm-hmm. so you gotta adjust the camera here all right we're back at it guys mm-hmm. i just went ahead and i reset the camera because we got a stupid 30 minute limit on the camera we do. We I do. have to reset it and we don't have a light on us because we're just outside and I didn't bring a light. So it's obviously light. evening time. Yeah, and it's getting <laughs> dark. So I had to adjust that as well so that you guys could actually see our beautiful smiling faces. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. sensory garden, that's yeah. a must. Gonna do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you guys have experience doing stuff like that, let me know. I find it really interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Never even crossed my mind to do something like that. Those are the types right? of things that I wish I thought more along those lines, like kind of <laughs> out of the box.
0: Some people are so crea- – I don't have that creative bone in my body. I, I kind of copy other people's genius, but yeah. some people are so just out yeah, of the, outside just, the box. Creator. Yeah, that's
1: – I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, speaking of the garden, what things did we get planted in the garden
0: mm, this so- last week? all of the i was excited about all the direct so things that we did all the little leafy greens you know the spinach and uh the um
1: the radishes radishes yeah i was trying to think of the word uh, (laughs) spinach radishes and uh mustard greens the
0: mustards yeah so we didn't do mustards uh i said this in our recent video we didn't do mustards uh last season you know last fall because um we just didn't think of it i guess or we Mm -hmm. didn't think anybody would want it but uh, we had a lot of requests after we started growing, sorry, I'm swatting at bugs.
1: <laughs> swatting mosquitoes <laughs> again, because you're so sweet, baby. So, you
0: know, we grew like uh, the other kind of greens, but everybody said, Do you have mustard greens? And so, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's the one thing we didn't grow. So that's the one thing we had the most requests for. So we're gonna try it.
1: Yeah, mustard greens are real, uh, you either hate them or you love right, them, I it's guess. It's a very
0: specific taste. Yeah.
1: But. A lot yeah. of people don't like mustard greens. They're really strong. I am personally not a huge fan of mustard greens. Do you like them?
0: See, and I do. I don't like a whole bunch of them, and I don't like them as much as other people do, but I like them, and I'll eat them, mm-hmm. but that's surprising to me that you say that you're not a fan of them, because he mm-hmm. is a southern mm-hmm. boy. Don't let, him, don't let him fool you. He's from the south, and his whole family no. is, and he's a southern boy. That's
1: why I eat collards. And he
0: loves collard greens, but not a fan of Mustard's mustard greens. Have, know, they, 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 have a
1: big, they have, a they have a I don't know, the bite's a little too much for me. A little too small. I just can't huh? do mustard greens. Uh, okay. I, I, some people
0: can't, you know? You know,
1: I, I'm sure there probably are some mustard greens, some varieties that are really good that I haven't tried. So I shouldn't really? say I don't like them because I said that for many years yeah. about radishes.
0: Yeah. You and and changed your mind. I huh? changed
1: my mind. So we did three rows of does, radishes. Does
0: anybody have a special way to cook mustard greens that you like to change up yeah. the flavor? Is yeah. there a way you cook them to Tell make them you know. more palatable for him? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we planted three rows of radishes, three varieties. One variety was Helios golden, which we mm-hmm. grew last year. It was really, really good. Yes. Uh, French breakfast radishes, which we so also grew pretty. last year.
0: Yeah, pretty. Much. Those
1: were pretty, and they were good. They mm. were a little spicier than the Helios golden.
0: They get uh, sizable. Yeah. Like They get pretty like, um, round and thick. They get tall, yeah, the, yeah.
1: So the Helios, the Helios golden are kind of a round, just a little mm-hmm. ball. The French breakfast radishes are a white and red radish. It's... Uh, red down near the bottom and white near the top, it's, I think or maybe that's in reverse. Uh, I don't know, but they're real they're tall I think it's they white. they grow the kind of on top of the, top, of the ground, yeah. but it's
0: an elongated radish. So it's more tubular. <laughs> yeah
1: No, it's yeah So it's white on the bottom and red on the top it's White on the that's bottom because the, top, the yep. bottom kind of starts to grow into the ground a little bit and yeah. the, the, then it grows up, up out of the ground Yeah, uh, they're a little bit. They have more of a bite like I said, mm-hmm. but they're still good. And then we grew one of I forgot my favorite word
0: for that. I'm sorry, I forgot the word for that. Astringent. 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 Astringent, yeah, Astringent. flavor. Astringent.
1: Yeah. Um and then your favorite. We grew yeah, my favorite, the watermelon radishes. Really good. Really good. They do so, still taste so pretty. a little bit like a radish, but they're really sweet. Right.
0: It's almost if you can imagine a sweet radish, it's almost got a a uh, fruity radishy flavor. It's yeah. got that little bit of astringency in it, but it's got that little bit of sweetness on the end too. So. And you um, remember what
1: they look like inside? Yeah.
0: So you cut them open, and those swirls of rich color on the inside—it's just beautiful. Yeah, that. just like
1: um, um, just like bands of. Yeah. Red and white, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: it's like stripes of like dark purple, mm-hmm. reddish colors, and yeah. white swirls in it, yeah. and it's a oh, it's a vibrant, really pretty, yeah. vibrant, pretty radish.
1: Yeah, I like it. Oh, it's so <laughs> so tasty. Um, And then the other thing we planted, not so controversial, spinach, uh, Mm -hmm. the beloved spinach. The beloved
0: spinach. But. That we have not mastered We have not. (laughs) But we will try it again. We have not mastered spinach. We have not. We are not ever the,
1: grown successful spinach, we're not ever. the master
0: gardeners guys, we're not perfect at this, we're no, not master we're gardeners by any stretch l- of the imagination. We're learning right
1: with you guys, yes. we're learning at the same time you guys are. And
0: there's things that I have goals for us, I have goals, I have romantic <laughs> ideas just like every gardener does, I have the dream in my head of how I'm going to grow turnips the way I'm supposed to grow turnips, mm-hmm. the big round turnips and I'm going to pull them out of the ground and it's going to be like ta-da! And I have the dream of growing this luscious spinach. Mm -hmm. Luscious patches of beautiful dark green leafy spinach.
1: So you mentioned pulling turnips out of the ground. One of the other things we planted, not turnips, (laughs) but it reminded me of that. One of the other things that I think we planted, because it wasn't labeled right, was rutabaga.
0: Yes. So rutabaga. So we, yeah, yeah. We, uh, that was my mix up in the tray. Well, I had, some, we had some people helping us and some, one of us, probably me. Yeah, uh, it could
1: probably one of us cause we were running around. We were
0: running around. One of us was trying to label while we were handing out seeds and one of us trying to cover the mm-hmm. seeds and one of us trying to water. So in the mix up, we we know we planted rutabaga and that's probably what it is, yep. but it didn't have a label. It didn't get labeled. It was a mystery planting mm-hmm. in the tray, but we put it in the garden and we're going to see if it's rutabaga. Yeah.
1: And I don't know, for those of you that do a uh, garden garden, you know, quite a bit. You'll know that a lot of those brassicas when they first come up, they look pretty similar. Yeah, they uh, all kind of so, look like, awesome you know, <laughs> collards cabbage, uh kale even. Uh, yeah. a lot of that stuff unless it's a color like the right. red jewel cabbage we planted, unless it's a colored thing, and it's just normal green.
0: You're going to go, "Oh, uh, yeah, if you don't label it such and such." Yeah, yeah. you're
1: going to be like, "Well, it probably is um, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's rutabaga because nothing else is labeled rutabaga. I hope it is. And I'm ninety-ish percent sure we planted rutabaga. I hope it is. So last year we did successfully grow rutabaga. We did. And it we was did. that yeah. wonderful experience where I mean it doesn't all grow deep in the ground, right? There's a the bulk of it is on <laughs> yeah, top of the ground. Yeah, bulk is
0: headed up above growing the ground. Up out yeah. of the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So but. It, I thought it was cool. Big old rutabagas. Mm-hmm. And I love It was a, it was a thrilling rutabaga.
0: experience. That's why I'm even more now looking forward to yeah. having that success with every other vegetable that we haven't been able to do right yeah. yet. We're going to try again.
1: Rutabagas, for those of you who haven't grown it, I don't know. I guess I don't really know how common rutabaga really is for people to eat in general. But I know that I love it. Yeah, Just it's, chopped up, use it, yeah. mix it with your mashed potatoes. You can cook it in soups stews like this, it this roasted by itself it's starchy so
0: good. vegetable that's so versatile you can do yeah, a lot with rutabaga. really good um i don't we don't get a lot of requests specifically for rutabaga we don't get a lot of people cheering us on to grow rutabaga so i assume that there's not a people not a lot of people around here in this area that love rutabaga or that's all that crazy about it mm-hmm. but we just love it. I mean, we're going to raise it for our family, yep. and I'm, I'm going to give it to people probably mm-hmm. as, like, goodie bags. I'm going to say, here's some rutabaga. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> but, we'll um, have enough of it. Yeah, last yeah. year we really only had enough for us. We had a, enough, but, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, hopefully hopefully, we'll get plenty, plenty, so, plenty this But you time. can
0: just do so much with it, and you can cook so many dishes with it. I really think you should give it a try. I think it's mm-hmm. the understated vegetable yep. in the garden.
1: Now, another thing that we um, another thing that we got planted well, I didn't, you and the girls planted, was another uh, few rows of cabbage, two rows, right? Yes. Two rows of cabbage. We planted cabbage two ways this year. Well,
0: The girls and I, when we were out there without you, we planted two rows of...
1: Yeah, in two oh, yeah. rows of cabbage and two rows two. of rutabaga. Okay, I was about to say yeah. two and a
0: half, but no, the, the rutabaga's two and a half and we got two rows of cabbage, yep. yep. Yeah.
1: So, it was Cheers Cabbage is a the variety they planted. It should yes. be a nice big healthy cabbage. Yes. Um,
0: another one of those dreams I'm dreaming about. Yeah, I've never had the big luscious head of cabbage yeah. everywhere with all the huge leaves mm-hmm. and cut the cabbage. <laughs> so
1: we kinda and we kind of tested out planting the cabbage two different ways with two different spacing. So the Cheers Cabbage she planted uh, twenty-four inches apart. Uh, to give it more space. The the other cabbage was the Red Jewel, and uh, I can't think there was a green variety. I can't remember what it's called, though.
0: Oh, I can't either. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it
1: doesn't matter. But we planted those 12 inches apart. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how well those do. And then we always plant on double rows. Mm -hmm. So we've got a single line of drip tape going down the row, and we plant on both sides of that drip tape about the, the, the two rows that we plant Mm -hmm. in are about six inches apart on either side of that drip tape.
0: So you get, you know, yeah, you get more for your money basically, you get both rows planted and that one line of drip tape is gonna be plenty to water both sides. Yep.
1: Now I thought we would do a little bit of an update on the broccoli and how it's doing. Yeah. So the broccoli, I don't know if- And
0: we're gonna show all this in our videos, guys. We're gonna show it visually to you. (laughs) So
1: those of you that that don't know, um, or maybe you're listening to this, we actually have a main youtube channel uh, if you just go google the naked hog and i'll also leave a link in the description here uh it, and that's we we do a lot more vlog style stuff going around showing the garden showing how we do stuff what we're doing you know the kids go go through their chores and things like that and you see all the farm animals
0: you see all of our cats um, are back <laughs> not just
1: yeah i see they're all back now Yeah, they're
0: all back now see they 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 know it's like clockwork they have their routine they go nap for a while they go hunt for a while and then they're back those of you
1: watching the podcast here on YouTube, uh, you have seen some of the farm animals in the form of the cats. But the rest of the farm animals, if you head over to our main channel, you'll get to see those as well. Um mm-hmm. uh, man they love your potager garden they it has do. the softest fluffiest dirt they could ever use for oh, the Oh they do
0: i know and they play in the around the roses i don't dig in the roses with my the rose dirt with my hands i no. always use a tool uh. and where she is because the cats seem to love my potager garden as yeah, much as do. i do they play in that dirt and they go potty in that dirt mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is yep. what it is i'm just you know they're yep. not killing the roses they're not hurting them so yep i'm gonna let it be what it is
1: yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be they're fertilizing your roses, they're what fertilizing they're doing. Yeah. Fertilizing
0: it. Um we forgot to tell you as far as the duck romeo. We do have that one male mallard romeo, but we also while, Oh, while, I did forget about while that. While yeah. that tragedy was happening, my daughter is raising two little ducklings that yep. came from a buff and a ruin that someone couldn't take care of uh, yep. didn't want the babies. She wanted the, you know, the mom and dad, but didn't want these babies. The mm-hmm. mom had sneaked the nest and had babies and so she had to Buying them a new home. So we adopted them and gave them a new home. Um, So, and it was seven babies total. Five of them were sold to a good friend of mine that really wanted ducks and had a place for them and had put all this preparation into Mm -hmm. ducks. Her babies wanted ducks, so she got the ducks for the babies. I sold those five ducklings to her and we kept two of them. So it's a half ruin, half buff. And you okay?
1: Yep. I'm just. Brightening your beautiful face oh, some more because that you. sun is going down. I'm quick. sorry, I am sorry. we're gonna have to start getting a light or something out yeah, here. I think, or start doing it
0: earlier. We can start filming yeah. earlier. We could start. <laughs> we could film earlier in the day. Yeah. That is true. So yeah, we're raising those two babies that we have left um, that she wanted to keep and they're almost fully feathered, like they're getting their adult feathers, they're coming along, but they were in the brooder box at the time. They were mm-hmm. safe in one half of that hardware cloth in brooder box, so they yep. were safe from any predators. And she's been babying them and raising them. So this mallard that is that was the survivor will have two friends. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. male or female yet, but it will have two friends. So we have a flock of three ducks left.
1: Yeah. A flock at three a three is not much of a flock but it's
0: not much i guess
1: it's better than none yeah For, it, yeah and you know lily even said she said you know dad i'm thinking i might just want mallards yeah because they can fly right
0: <laughs> and i don't mind that they're not the best layers mallards are not the best egg layers um but they are cool uh they are you know basically friendly and uh they're just fun. They're fun yep. to watch. I love to watch them. Uh, they, they don't leave ours didn't. They don't like fly away to another farm or mm-hmm. another pond. Yep. They hung around here. They got fed. They were cool. I had no problem with them.
1: Yep. I need to trim my beard and I know this is random, but man, yeah. it's driving me nuts. Like my mustache. I know it's messing beard. with you. Isn't it? It's driving me crazy. I gotta trim that.
0: So in the garden, yeah, those leafy greens we got planted in those uh, oh, yeah. hopefully so the broccoli. rutabagas and then the, the broccoli.
1: broccoli. So the broccoli has probably, um, the pro- the broccoli's jumped up probably about twice as big as it was. Yeah, it's grown we've, about we've two times. But
0: it and it's there's a it. couple
1: of them that have uh, that are like three times as big. Like they they're just champions. I went out and I was like, wow.
0: They're overachievers, huh? Yeah, <laughs> and it's only
1: been what two weeks since we put it in the ground, the transplants? Uh,
0: two or three. Two.
1: I don't I think three. I think it's
0: I think it's two. Okay, it might yeah, be two. I think it's two. It
1: might be two. Um, and what we've been doing with the fertilizer. Uh, for now, we are fertilizing it with some 20 a 20 a good balanced fertilizer, uh, and that's just going to give the roots and the plant a good start uh, to its life. Now, in talking about broccoli's fertilizer cycle, I don't know how, how deep into this uh, some of you guys want to go and, and geek out, but broccoli from about... It doesn't really start absorbing the nitrogen out of the soil until about the 4 or 5 6 leaf stage. Mm-hmm. So when it gets about 4 or 5 leaves on it, you can start you want to start giving it that fertilizer and then that's when it start, kind of starts that upward curve and yeah. starts really taking that nitrogen in.
0: And that's when you're going to see a visual difference. They're going to sprout up like they did on yep. that, on, just and now on us. And <laughs> then
1: they really feed heavy on the nitrogen all the way up until they start to bud. And then once they start putting on those flower buds or the the broccoli head, right? Mm -hmm. Once they start putting that on, then it starts to kind of taper off that nitrogen uh, uptake out of the soil.
0: It's kind of set at that point, yeah. Yeah.
1: so you want to fertilize the broccoli on a regular basis. Um, If you're trying to do uh, all organic, that's fine. Um, You can either get some some good balanced uh, all organic fertilizer, Uh, But I would, if you're doing organic, I would make sure that you're putting it into the soil and working it in really a a couple weeks before you put your broccoli in because it needs time to start breaking down in the soil.
0: Organic does take longer. It's It's good, there's nothing wrong with it. It's good and it works just fine, but just know that it's a little slower than the other way of doing it.
1: Yep. Um, We're using uh, a product called 2020-20 that we get from Haas Tools, and it's just a, a real balanced. Uh, it's not organic, uh, but it's just a real balanced fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Our This is only our second fall planting out in these beds, so our uh, nutrient content in the soil isn't that great. Uh, yeah. This soil is a real uh, sandy clay yeah. mix and-
0: If we relied on just this dirt only for its nutrients of what it has and we didn't fertilize at all, we probably wouldn't get any veggies. Yeah,
1: probably nothing. So, yeah. so we fertilize, um, and we use the 2020 because we are firm believers in do what it takes to grow your food. Yep. If you have to fertilize with non-organic means, use chemical salt-based fertilizers to grow your food, then just do it. You know, do it within reason and everything in balance. But do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let uh, the hype out there. Sometimes people can get stifled in their attempt to grow their own food because... Right. They don't want to grow a garden because they think they have to do all this other stuff that they don't understand Or there's so many different opinions out there. Look you do what works for you If you want to build a little four foot by four foot raised bed and fill it full of compost from Lowe's and And plant you some plants in there go for it. If you want to uh, Fertilize with uh, salt-based fertilizers Do it if you need to you know if you feel the need to Fertilize with organic fertilizers. Great, we use them too.
0: Because one thing we, we've definitely found, I mean, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and one thing for sure we have found it's gardening is not a one-fits-all. It's no, not a one-size-fits-all one size size thing. Fits so all. No. You, just, you just do your way because even on the same spot, even on the same property where I'm at, I've noticed that different areas of my property require different methods and require different things. Yep. It's not going to be a one shoe fits all kind of thing. It's not going to be, oh, this is the way to garden. There is no one way to garden. I mean, yeah, there's certain basic rules and basic laws you have to follow with certain basic vegetables. That's just how they work and this is what you're going to have to give them or else they won't give you anything. So there is basic laws like that that you have to follow, but anything outside of that as far as how you get there is Mm -hmm. all up to you.
1: Yep. Yep, definitely. Um, and I don't know if y'all heard my phone just go off. I, it was Jason. I was talking oh, okay. to Jason over at <laughs> hey, Cock Hill, at Cock Hill Farm, and he was talking to me about the video they just did about the the gifts people send them. Oh
0: yeah. And so they
1: just filmed the next uh, the next installment of the gifts, guys. You guys should go watch that. Ooh. Really interesting <laughs> because I love. I just love seeing the creativity of people oh, yeah. and the caring of people and, and they just it's, send this stuff like table that
0: mountain of gifts, you know, like a, a week or two's worth of, of gifts that uh, subscribers send them because they love them so much. Yeah. And, and they get, and it means excited. so much to them. Oh, they yeah. Get so it means excited. so much like, to them in real life, guys. That's not just, Oh, they perform this in front of the camera. No, they, they text, yeah. they text my husband about this, telling us how <laughs> giddy and excited they are. It's like Christmas for them. It's like yeah, Christmas it's for It's really, and homestead. it's awesome
1: because, uh, you know, to see the impact that they have yeah. on other people's lives, right? it really,
0: and they want to know it, you, I don't know, like just, they, they want to know that awesome. person that sent yep. them that gift or that person that is talking to them and sending them things. They yep. want to know you, they want to know your life and your situation. They want to yep. know, they
1: actually care about right. the people. How are you homesteading?
0: Yep. How are you gardening and what can we do to help? You yep. know. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're not homesteading, you just like watching them. Right. If you just you know, like watching great. Them, that's yeah. great. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's just, you know, it's just awesome. He is. They're such close friends of ours, mm-hmm. and and you know I almost get choked up when I think about it because they're just great people. Yeah. Great, great people.
0: And that's in this world. I hate to say it like that, but that's hard to find some genuine people that have they have yeah. no agenda. They're not trying to get gain. They just mm-hmm. they love people. They do it for the pure yep. enjoyment of it. These are some fun loving people.
1: Yep. Just a, yeah. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Love them to death. Love them to death. Um. What else? What else? What else? Do mm-hmm. you think of anything else? Um. If you guys have recipes for ginger beer, uh, like we talked about making it earlier, wrong bottle. We've never done it. Um, I did look up some recipes, Uh but if you guys have done it, I would love to know your experiences because it is a first for us. We've done fermenting, right? And um, we don't drink anymore, but many, many, many moons ago when we did, (laughs) I did make my own uh hard cider you
0: did but i imagine
1: that's a little different than because uh the ginger beer is a little bit different it's more of a ferment
0: is it like pickles like everybody's got their own recipe for it is that how ginger beer works like everybody's got their own way of doing it yeah
1: so there's one one guy i can't think what's the name of it let me look it up uh glenn's something glenn's uh boy it's getting dark quick here guys (laughs) sorry the light is fading guys for those Um, of us who are watching and and not just
0: listening the light is failing on Uh, us
1: history Let's see here. Boy, this history for oh, David Copperfield. <laughs> He's looking through All his right. history. <laughs> um, Glenn and Friends Cooking. So looked up recipe for ginger bug, how to make the ginger bug and the ginger beer. Uh, the ginger bug is kind of like your sourdough starter, right? Ooh. That's what you're gonna use to okay. ferment your ginger your ginger beer. Then you make a ginger tea with whatever ingredients you're gonna use for the flavorings. Mm-hmm. You put it in the bottle or you mix some ginger bug juice into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It doesn't sound appetizing when you call it ginger well, bug. Well, I mean, yeah. Then you put it put it all scary. in the bottle, you cap it off, and you let it sit for, I don't know, however many days you want to let it sit, and it gets naturally carbonated from the fermentation process, it just and then you put so. it in the fridge.
0: Okay.
1: And then you pop it open and drink it.
0: See, and anything that does that or any process that involves that way of doing mm-hmm. it, it has to be good for you. It has to be healthy It's got to be good you. for
1: you. And... and um, the alcohol content is so low that it's basically negligible. Yeah. Similar mm-hmm. to like uh, other things like orange juice or things well, like that um, that you buy at the store all vanilla, have an alcohol extract, content in it? The yeah. alcohol. You know, vanilla extract.
0: Alcohol. But it's, yeah, it's negligible. People yep. bake with it all the time, you know?
1: Yep. yep. Um, I mean, I imagine if you drank Vanilla extract straight, it wouldn't be yeah, negligible. You're not supposed but to drink I don't think you'd want to get drunk on <laughs> no. vanilla extract. How much
0: vanilla extract would it take to get this Yeah,
1: drunk? That'd, be, that'd be an <laughs> I expensive know. drink right there. I don't
0: want to find out. Um, so,
1: <laughs> boy, that went down a weird path. All
0: <laughs> sorry, right. Guys, um,
1: so, if you guys have a recipe for ginger beer or any other natural sodas, let us know. Uh, oh, one thing I didn't mention we have made our own soda before. Do you remember? Um, before we moved out to the homestead out here, mm. Uh, we had water kefir from some good oh, friends yeah. of ours oh gosh, up in Indiana. Yeah. They they sent us some water kefir, or they that, sent us with when we moved some true. water kefir granules. Yeah. And we used that with some fruit juice from the we store. Did. We did. And it, yep. and it was awesome. <laughs> I think All it right. was like, was it blueberry?
0: Yeah, I remember the look on your face. You you did like a yeah, blueberry flavored one and it you
1: were was like, that's so good. good. It <laughs> was so good. And I. You know, I did lots of research before I did it, and it was real hit or miss about whether people thought it would work or wouldn't work, and it worked. You
0: get some strange reviews on on the net, but if you actually try it, yeah, it does work. Um,
1: (laughs) From what I I read, juice is not great for the water kefir in general, because water kefir is like a balance between Mm. yeast and bacteria in these granules. you have to keep that
0: balance Yeah, and so
1: the juice isn't good for the health of the water kefir. But if you pull the water keeper out and then keep it going in tea, mm-hmm. which is what it really likes being in, I guess, is tea, if I remember right? I no, so. maybe that's kombucha. I forget. Water um, and keeper and likes was, a certain thing. Yeah, I don't I remember what it, it is, tea. though.
0: Yeah, but it was something more balanced and not so acidic, yeah. not as acidic as fruit juice.
1: Yeah, and not yeah. sugary either. And not sugary. Yeah. So, um, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. You got yeah. anything else no, before we wrap up?
0: I, I don't have anything. I just, I, I know we had to catch y'all up on some of those updates mm-hmm. on the homestead, and I know we bounced around a lot, but, um, yeah, <laughs> and I know
1: It is getting we, dark. It is getting dark. <laughs> is getting dark. And I know we cover, we
0: cover a lot in the episode, but we want to just try to make sure y'all are, like, right here with us in our lives, that we're being yeah. uh, completely transparent with you guys. Y'all are coming with us on our journey. Y'all are going to try things along with us, and... Yeah. Um, if,
1: yeah. If there's anything you guys want to know about, let us know in the comments because we are more than happy to share that with you mm-hmm. guys. Um, we would we we would love 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 to hear your guys' thoughts and what you would kind of like to hear about um, or I if like or you y'all's just have ideas. any questions, yeah. That's a
0: wealth of knowledge. Yeah, got, like so like the sensory garden. I love that's those ideas. that's so
1: awesome. I'm going to have to do some googling on that tonight cuz mm-hmm. I I really I thought that was great. But anyway, we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you, thank you so thank much for you, watching. You. We appreciate you go Check out Jason's latest video, whether yes. that's on his main Cog Hill channel or the Cog Hill podcast channel. Um,
0: they're just fun to watch. Yeah,
1: so great. So great. I <laughs> um, love it. We will catch you guys in, in the next nine. podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, at nine. Yeah, this was yeah, eight. This was eight. Eight, so yep. next one's nine. It to eight it's so
0: eight. We're, we're gonna make double nine.
1: digits soon. I know. Woop, woop. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: a record for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. All right. See have you guys, guys later. Bye. <laughs>